here. Uh, another special dish of In the Ring with Kings uh, with uh, Mr. Marshall Coffin and Andrew Foy. We have a lot going on with Kings Promotions. Just came off a big card in Philadelphia that we'll get to later. Uh, we haven't been on in a while, so we had a ter- terrific card in uh, in March that we want to get to as well. And, all, and obviously some big fights coming up on Showtime in one Gigantic fight that was announced, I believe, on Monday that we'll get to. We're going to have lots of special guests, Calvin Henderson, Raisa Salim, and uh, I guess they're calling her the queen herself, Alicia Baumgartner. So we'll get to them in a minute. Marshall, I want you to kick us off here. Okay, well, uh, it's great to be back on. It's been quite some time. But, uh, you know, Andrew and I talked about it at the show the other night, and I think it's due time, especially with what's happening over the next few weeks. Uh, with uh, the big fights coming up, and of course, you know, the they're all big fights, whether it's a four round fight or a 12 round fight. But we have three of our guests are all fighting 12 round fights, uh, in the very near future. So uh, I'm excited about that. It's a, a lot to talk about, and uh, you know, it's going to be a good night on the air here. So, uh, Andrew, you want to just follow up with uh, what Marshall said? Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I was just unmuting my mic for you. Um, yeah, excited for uh, that, was, that was number two forty-nine. Okay. <laughs> um, no, so I mean excited for, for tonight's um show. Excited for everything going on with with King's boxing. Um it's always great to come off of really good club shows. I mean, it's still my favorite thing to do. Um, so to have have that, and then in addition to what's going on on the national and international scene, uh, this is the most exciting time, you know, for me with Kings thus far in, in my history with the company. I mean, I think we got close to this prior to the pandemic, and um, of course things went haywire, and um, you know, but we're I think we're fully, you know back in stride again and um really some some awesome things ahead uh, i agree with you why don't we step back while we wait for our guests to come on uh, we'll start march 11th marshall a tremendous show at the uh wind creek casino in bethlehem pa uh great main event uh with kynell wheeler scoring a 73 i think it was about 73 second knock knockout and i understand uh, this is i guess Somewhat breaking news that Kynell could be back in the ring in a big fight of his own coming up. Yes, he will be back in the ring next week um, in a six-round fight on the PBC on a PBC card on the undercard of uh, Stephen Fulton. He's fighting, I believe, a six and zero fighter from Uzbekistan. Uh, Kynell's been been on on a roll, on quite a quite a roll. What's your thing about you know that fight coming up? Well, you know, Kai, Kai can really punch. I mean, I've. Uh, you know, I've seen some punchers in my days, as you know, with Kermit Cintron and Julian Larillo. Uh, but I mean, Kai has that special type of punch that, and he has good uh, reflexes as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think he's he's going to go out there and score an upset, as they're they're expecting him to come in as an opponent. But I think he's going to shock him. Uh, and Andrew, I guess uh, you, if you want to take this and Marshall as well. The, the, the progress of two of your young fighters, one got a draw that night, Julian Gonzalez, as well as Quadir um, Albright. Uh, both guys coming along uh, very nicely. Uh, Marshall or Andrew, you want to take, uh, you know, uh, 
what you're seeing in those two young fighters? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess first I'd start with uh, Julian. He, he did get a draw. Um, he showed, you know, in my opinion, he showed a lot of maturity in that fight. That was a that was a really big step up fight for him. Um, you know, a lot of people would have probably said that was not really an ideal matchup for him at this point in his career. He's he's young, um, doesn't you know have as much amateur experience as, as some fighters just because of his age. But I mean, you know, he showed me that. Um, he showed me that he can compete with uh, with with very high level competition in that fight. And, um, you know, I, I feel very good about him going forward because I think that 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 fight was, you know, he competition is not going to get much more challenging than that. Probably for for the next, I would say, at least seven to ten fights. That was a really high quality fighter. And, um, you know, he showed a lot uh, in that draw. And then Quadir just continues to, in my opinion, be be impressive. Every time we put him in a step up fight, um, I mean, he he wins easily and, and in devastating fashion. And I think that, um, you know, to me, it I, I kind of felt that that was probably how he was going to be to begin with. I did see him uh, fight in the amateurs a few times and was always highly impressed with him. Um, and I think he's somebody that could could be a world champion or at least contend for for a world title uh someday i think that's still you know years off but um you know sky i think is the limit for him real quickly marsh before we get to your um assessment so, someone just popped on do you know who that was uh, someone popped on and off i think that was my special guest oh well whoever it was <laughs> i don't know why he ran away so uh, probably got scared of the camera. Look at that. Who uh, so so uh, expound on what um, Andrew said? Uh, I guess the question you have: You have Quadir who, who's blowing all these guys out quickly. Is it tough for you to kind of keep the reins back a little bit and not rush him? He's I mean, what's he? He's a young kid as well. Yeah. Is, is well, it, of course it's tough, Mark. I mean, but it's almost like we were in the same situation with Julian. You know, Julian was 6-0 and with six knockouts. Uh, and so I had to put him in because it got to the point where certain guys didn't want to fight him. And certain, the guys, certain guys that I thought would be a growing experience for him, like the guy we had for him at Wing Creek, Serb uh, didn't want to, want to approve either. So those are, you know, some of the battles and the challenges that we have in putting the fights together. So it was time to step him up. And I thought that, based on the, the film I seen of the guy that he was fighting, that he had enough ability to beat the guy. And I still think that he does. Um, word was he got sick before the fight, got sick after the fight, went to the hospital, so said he was dehydrated. So, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, if we make the fight again, what type of Julian will come out on, on uh, in that fight? Uh, but I think, like Andrew said, he showed a lot of maturity in that fight, and he's grown from it, and he's going to be so much better. Uh, with Quadir, same same situation. It's going to be hard to find guys to fight him. I'm either going to have to overpay them, or you know, fly him in from uh, Brazil or wherever else, and hopefully Serb would approve him. So uh, those are some of the challenges that, challenges that I have in making these matches. Now we have uh, now 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 who, who we have on here? It's, who just joined us? It's it's DJ Checkley. How you guys doing? 
Doing well. What's up, my man? How you doing? I'm, I'm well. I had bad in there for a second. Still, yeah, we still... thought you got scared of the camera, Jimmy. You know, uh, Jim's one of the newest addition to King's Promotions. He dabbles in a, in a lot of capacities the other night, but he did a good job doing uh, the ring announcing. I don't know if you can hear us. Can you hear us? All right, Jimmy, we're going to have to move on. He can't hear us. Uh, so so uh, we, has anybody else tried calling in yet, Mark? No. Hold on. Okay. Some, someone's here now. Yeah. Actually, now, very special guest. Uh, sometime, sometime later this year, date to be announced, one of the biggest fights in the game. Uh, Alicia Baumgartner, take Kayla Mayer. Alicia, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Marshall, do you, you want to ask the first question, Andrew? Yeah, sure. I asked the first question. Alicia, how was your birthday? My birthday was amazing. Um, just happy that I'm stepping into another year of life and a year to to break barriers and to make history. So I really feel good about this year and turning 28. Well, you got an early. Well, let me just say something. You got an early uh, Christmas uh, birthday gift on Monday. Uh, uh, was that maybe the best gift you got in the last couple days? Um, yeah, I would agree. I think that that that's great news. Um, I'm excited. That's probably the best birthday gift. Um, knowing that I get to beat up somebody I don't like, and becoming um, unified division, unified uh, division. I will, and I'm going to let him ask the next question, Andrew. But I'm going to tell you this, Alicia. When uh, we signed you, Andrew comes to me and said, this girl is not going to be a world champion. She's going to be a crossover star. So I'm watching the Tyson Fury pay-per-view a couple weeks ago, and I see a commercial for some footwear, and there she is, Alicia Baumgartner. So I, the first call I made was Andrew said, you were right. <laughs> Yes, tell, us, um, tell us about that, about, about you know, getting a, that commercial into it's a national commercial. Yeah, you know, again, I'm very blessed. I'm thankful. I was able to partnership with UFOs, which is a recovery shoe. And it's perfect. It's, it's great for being an athlete and really investing in what recovery means, active recovery. And I'm just blessed to see myself just having a commercial i know that we have plenty more things to really um tackle and i'm just excited that um this is just the beginning andrew floor yours i just want to ask you a question mark before i ask alicia a question can you name for me one other professional boxer who's on a national commercial for anything that's not that's right related to boxing yeah, yeah. alicia Baumgartner, the one and only and, and we got Calvin Henderson now just joining us uh, on us. Uh, Calvin, uh, like uh, at least uh, the the thing of the theme of this show is all the great fighters. Yourself at the head of the list. Calvin Henderson fights for the world title on June fourth. Hot sauce, what's happening? What's going on, big dog man? How you living? What's cracking? Marshall, uh, we got Marshall, we got Alicia Baumgartner, Andrew Ford with the whole gang on. Marshall, you want to say anything to Calvin? Calvin, I know you're working hard. You know what you're going, going you there to know. do next week. 
You already know, baby. You know what time it is, man. We ain't playing no game. (laughs) Calvin came to Philly for some good sparring as well and put in 20 rounds in two days. You know how we do, man. Have gun, we'll travel. And, and I just want to say Alicia this. Alicia been and ducking it, me, too. Alicia been ducking me. I'm trying to get that spark with Alicia, man. <laughs> Everybody has. <laughs> so, the, the, what, what, just one thing I want to say, and right when he comes on, he, he's also a testament to, you know, King's Promotions has probably run more shows than anybody in the last, what do we say, Marshall, three, four years? And uh, uh, the last last. Five or six years, more. Five or six years, and you know we yeah. ran a lot of fights at the twenty three hundred arena, smaller shows, and Alicia fought on one, Calvin's fought on several, uh, Raiz has fought on something. There's something to be said about that, about building fighters and building them the right way, Marshall. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, it's you know there's a there's it's there's a knack to it, and you know I've learned from some very good people in the trade in the business. So, uh, but you also have to have the right the right athlete, you know, and I think we're blessed to have the right athletes to get to that point. Alicia, let me ask you this. You're fighting on, you're fighting at the 2300 arena. Did you ever think that this day would come where you'd be fighting this, this massive fight that someone actually, someone actually wrote on Twitter yesterday. There was more, there was more. And Raisa Lim is now joining us as well. There was more tweets about your fight than Canelo and Golovkin. Yeah. Um, Uh, It's a big fight, period, right? So I'm just excited that I'm able to be a part of history. Yes, I I did see myself being at this point in my life. It's a matter of time. It was all about being patient. And again, just building. Boxing requires you to build. And it, and I, you know, I took the slowest route possible, but I'm thankful because I learned a lot along the way. I'm in this position perfectly at the right time. And um, there's just so much more to do. And I, I, we got some more questions for you in, in a couple minutes. I just want to bring in Raisa Salim, who uh, June the 18th, fight Mike Plania live on Showtime. Uh, Raisa, uh, what, what's happening? Not a whole lot, you know. I uh, just got back from training a little while ago. Marshall, uh, open it up for Raiz. Raiz the Beast. Yo, this man has come through, has taken every challenge, and he's rose to the occasion. Um, his last fight was the first time he hasn't stopped somebody in quite some time. But we're going to see that streak start all over again. And uh, I, I know what he's capable of doing. I'm, I'm crazy excited about him. And uh, he's going to be on Showtime fighting for the number one spot for the WBO. So uh, I know you're excited, right, Raiz? Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm looking forward to the opportunity and uh, just going out there and being me. You know, uh, I'm, I just can't wait. Countdown mode. Uh, back to Calvin. I want to ask you the same question that I asked Elise, and I'm going to ask the same question to Raiz. We mentioned about Marshall and all the shows that he's put on, you know, quote, smaller shows at the 2300 Arena, off-Broadway shows, you want to call them. You fought the 2300 Arena, kind of got built there. Did you ever see yourself in the situation fighting for the World Super Middleweight title, you know, while you're, you know, fighting from 1,000, 1,200, 1,300 fans in Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, for sure. Kind of like what Alicia said, it's about timing, you know what I mean? Building and making sure that you built the right way and built for these occasions like this. You know, we went into 
hostile territory the first time with the 2300 against the hometown favorite. And that just adds more experience and more confidence into your repertoire, man, because you know you can do that at that level. It's the same thing at the bigger level, just a different opponent, different name. But uh, as far as dreams go, man, you always got to believe in yourself first, but anybody else believe in you. So we always knew we'd be in a position. It's all about timing. And we always have time right now. Same question, Raiz. You know, fighting in Philadelphia, you know, you, you got some great wins there, some great knockouts. Now uh, uh, you're one fight away. These guys, the, Alicia and Calvin, are in their next fights, you're literally one fight away for fight for the world title. When you're, you know, fighting these fights in Philadelphia, did you ever think that was possible in these days and this day would come? Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I knew it was possible. I'm uh, just very, very grateful that uh, Marshall gave me the opportunity to uh, prove myself. You know, it, it took a lot for me to uh, get that fight at the 2300 Arena, and uh, I just took it and ran with it. And, you know, like Marshall said, I've stopped everybody uh, up until my last fight who was in my way, you know. But fighting fighting there, uh, it, it felt great, earning some fans in Philly, you know, great fight city. So, uh, yeah, I'm just very grateful for that opportunity, and that got me to where I am now. Andrew, you want to, you know, you want to take the floor here? Sure. Yeah. I just, I mean, uh, Alicia is already a world champion, Mark. Um, just, just yeah. so we get I, that. I know, so I, know I know, I know. So, but, but I'm saying the next, you know, championship fight, you know what I mean? God, well, I, I did. I want to make sure just so our, our audience knows as well. Um, Terry, the, the most important thing is Terry Harper knows now and Michaela Mayer is going to find out later this year. <laughs> That's right. You know, before I, I ask uh, maybe Alicia a question, I wanted to ask uh, Raiz a question. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't interact with Raiz as much as Marshall does, but I follow him very closely. You know, um, and Raiz, how do you stop yourself from getting frustrated? Because I feel like you've kind of been in this position where you earned the number one spot before you kind of earned an interim world title. It feels to me like, you know, I'm biased, obviously, but boy, I mean, I mean, I think, I think you should have that. That fight. I mean, we, 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 we all know I should have uh, been had my time. A few different times. I should have won the world title and defended it. But, but, you know, you know boxing, boxing politics and, and people, people ducking and dodging, it just kind of is what it is. Uh, in the sport of boxing, you have to consistently prove yourself. You know, I have proved that I belong. I proved that I'm a champion, but I'm going to continue to do so until I get my shot. And, uh, you know, it's like Kelvin was saying, and Alicia, it, it's all about timing. You know, uh, it doesn't necessarily happen when you want it to. Uh, it happens when it's the right time. And uh, once I get through uh, Mike Palania, my time will be now. Uh, Alicia, I have actually a question for you. What advice do you would you give to – uh, Calvin, and then eventually Raiz, you know, fight for coming in as a challenger, fight for a world championship. I mean, my advice is, I mean, as they they all know, you know, be confident in what you do, be confident in who you are, believe in yourself. I believe when you know what you're capable of, and if you and you really dig dig deep, you 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 can accomplish so many things. You can go, you can surpass yourself mentally, knowing that you know you you're the best and. No matter what your your path was was set the way it was supposed to you know happen, so everything happens the way it's supposed to. So now we're we're all three in a position where we're still continue to to grind and, and improve ourselves. So that never stops. 
And I guess my next question for Alicia is, and I think this is the million dollar question. You, how much are you enjoying Twitter these days? Oh, man, that's, that's an right there, boy. Let me tell you, but it's, it's great. <laughs> you know, it, it's great. It's building the fight. Um, there's a lot of talking, but we know that the hands do the talking at the end of the day. So it's fine. It's a good laugh, but um, I'm ready to be in there. Marshall. Hey, look, I'm excited. Um, I'm glad that everyone came on board. I'm, I'm really excited for uh, to see how lives can be changed through the sport of boxing. And these three are going to be, they're a prime example of it. And, uh, and so it's just, it makes me feel good to be a part of their lives in this journey as well. Calvin, uh, I mean, you're, you're first up. David Morrell, couple couple weeks away, uh, actually less than a couple weeks away. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, and uh, you know, we're 10, 11 days out. How do you feel? Man, I feel like I'm supposed to feel right now in camp. Man, I'm feeling tired, feeling drained, feeling ready to knock some knock some shit loose. You know what I mean? But uh, man, it's a great opportunity, like you guys been mentioning, man. And uh, we fully aware what we're getting into, and we're ready to shock the world. We know we're coming in as the underdogs, but. That's how boxing works, man. Like Alicia said, he's going to do the talking come Saturday. I'm going to put my hands on him, motherfucker. This past Saturday night, David Benavides obviously fought and won on Showtime. And now he's saying he's either going to fight Plant, Morrell, or Jamal Cholo. Uh, you feel you're being a little not only disrespected by Morrell, but being disrespected by uh, everyone in the super middle, middleweight division, the boxing public? I'm going to tell you right now, man, they don't know what they don't know. You know what I mean? Let's say ignorance. But don't worry, June 4th, they're going to see that the hot sauce is real. And that bitch is real spicy, man. Better bring your milk. <laughs> That's a good one. Got Mar uh, Marshall, Andrew, anything? Go ahead, Andrew. Um, yeah, so I guess, Calvin, since you're on, um, you know, your last fight on on Showbox uh, was, was, a, was a great fight. Um, you know, I, I thought that your performance was, you know, it was a great fight. Um, what, how do you, you know, what do you take from that? And what did you do for this camp? Because it, this is even an escalation beyond that, you know? So how, how do you, um, you doing anything special to prepare for this? Man, we had, in regards to that last show box, like, man, we had that motherfucker in the bag. Man. And then something we can control happening during the fight. But it showed my greatness and my toughness, man. And fight and step, step forward and walk forward. Only one arm, you know what I mean. And this is a crazy ass sport. I'm a craziest person in the sport. But um, all that did was just gives even more confidence that we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? That's trying to prove that when it comes to June 4th. And nothing changes but the name, uh, the TV stuff. That doesn't bother me. The the bigness of the fight that doesn't bother me at all, man. At the end of the day, it's just me and him in the ring throwing hands at each other. Raiz, uh just just after Calvin, you know, collects his belt on June the 4th, you know, there's another fight on June the 4th that uh, I know you're not looking past what you got going on June 18th, but the fight on June the 4th probably affects you going down the line, Stephen Fulton, Danny Roman. Is that a fight where you believe that, you know, should uh, you win the fight? And when you do win the fight in impressive fashion on June 18th, you're going to get the winner of that fight? Yeah, 100%. You know, uh, like I was saying earlier, I, I was actually supposed to uh, fight Ramon my last fight, and, you know, I was supposed to already fight Fulton, but it is what it is. They're fighting, so whoever comes out on top, I expect to fight uh, probably before the end of the year. 
you know, to uh, win my first world title. But yeah, I'll be paying attention to that fight for sure. Um, but I'm not looking past my opponent by no means. You know, I got an extremely tough fight coming up, but I'm definitely going to get past them. And do you have a, I'm, I'm not going to ask you for a preference, but do you have a prediction? Uh, you know, um, it's going to be a tough fight, but I, I think Fulton wins it. You know, I, I think Fulton kind of boxes, uses his legs. You know, uh, I don't really see it being a, a banging type fight. But uh, I think Fulton, come, you know, I think he wins that fight. Marshall? I agree with him. I really do. I think it's going to be a tough fight uh, as well. But, uh, you know, my my, my interest, I'm, I'm excited for Fulton, but my interest, of course, is for Aleem to fight Fulton, you know, or the winner of that fight. Uh, I think, you know, Raiz has put in the time. He's put in the work. He's proven himself over and over again. And uh, he has to just continue to prove himself uh, until Showtime says it's time. Let's put him in there and make it happen. Back to Alicia for a second. Obviously, a humongous fight that took place. I know you were in the building with Katie and Amanda. Women's boxing, I think, you know, you're right on the heels of that fight. Women's boxing is starting to explode, in my opinion. Do you feel that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, fights like this, fights like Katie Taylor, Amanda, they build the fight. They they build the sport. I'm sorry. And these are the fights that we need, and the, the type of caliber fights that we need to really progress women's boxing. And so, you know, me and Michaela's next to do it, next to put the you know the, what needs to be there. When you were sitting there at Madison Square Garden, what was going through your mind? Over 19,000 people screaming on their feet. The fight was amazing, but just as important, the, 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 the love and admiration from the fans watching it around the world, the fans that are watching it there. You know, we talked about, you know, you know, envision yourself fighting for a world title, winning a world title. Did you, do you now envision yourself fighting on those kind of platforms with all these kinds of, uh, you know, 19,000, 20,000 people screaming your name and uh, yelling at every, every, every move you make? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when I went to the fight, I was just sitting there myself just knowing that I'm going to be in this position. I didn't know it was going to come, but I'm excited because it's the right time. And I just know that this is this is where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, I, I pictured it already. I, it's already played in my head. Um, now we're just putting the actions to and and making making it happen. Andrew, anything else? Uh, no, I, I really I don't. Um, I guess you know be, maybe some of our, our young fighters for for King's promotions might be be tuning into this, but. I think it's important for people to know that, you know, none of the fighters on here necessarily had the, the straight and the easiest path to the top. Um, everybody has different roads. And, um, you know, uh, Alicia has has a loss on her on her record to a two-time world champion that she took very early in her career. And that's something that, you know, when when we signed her, I was very interested in talking to her about, kind of immediately, and I wanted to get her feelings on that. And I always thought she had a great attitude about it, which was, you know, it was a tough fight. I learned a lot. It, do, it doesn't define me. And, and you know, you see where she is in her career right now. And, um, you know, I hope that, that 
our younger fighters and any fighters from anywhere can look at these fighters, you know, as, as inspiration and, and not, not just inspiration, but willingness to, you know, to take that, that road that might be a little tougher sometimes. And, you know, if you got what it takes, you'll make it to the top. Uh, you know, it might not be the easiest, but it probably makes you better in the end. And, and so I guess to that point, I would want to ask Alicia, you know, you had your fight with Lenatadu. Maybe not a lot of people that aren't boxing insiders know who that is, but I know her as one of the toughest women in boxing. You know, you lost a close split decision that a lot of people thought you won. How did that fight, what kind of confidence did that fight give you going to fight Harper, you know, where, and now, and now going to fight Mayer? I mean, was that a positive ultimately for you in your career? And how do you view it? Yeah, I would definitely see, definitely say that it was um, something that was needed. Um, it needed to happen because, again, we we stripped like a, an old layer and, and grew a new new skin, right? Um, I changed a lot, and I know what defeat feels like. You know, defeat don't feel good, but I know what it feels like, and I know that I don't want I don't want that again. So again, that keeps me on my toes. It keeps me hungry, and knowing that again. Um, which with each fight that I step into, you know, give it my all, really step into it and make sure, you know, your outside life is, is that and so is your boxing life because it goes hand in hand. And um, that loss really defined a part of my career because now um, people are going to see just another side of like who I am. You know, the only fight that they have, that that fight in particular, they only have her highlight. So it's perfect. Like no one really, really seen the full fight. So, but I'm fine with that. And so that just transitioned into the fight with Mayer and I, and I just believe people are going to just be shocked. So to, to go into that even further, um, what kind of, I mean, I guess specifically confidence does it give you? Because she's a two-time champion at two weight divisions higher than 130. And she throws bombs, you know, and she never really hurt you in that fight. And that was like a, a war. So what kind of confidence does it give you going into a fight with Mayer, who's not a knockout puncher? Or what kind of confidence did it give you going into a fight with Harper, knowing that you've already been hit by, by people that can punch harder than them? And, you know, it's not going to do anything, ultimately. Exactly. My confidence, again, is at a 10. I believe that, you know, Christina was my toughest opponent and I took that on early and just what I've learned and grown from that, oh, man, I'm just a completely different fighter and the confidence is just at a at, a, at an all time high and it's a confidence because, you know, I got to from that and I was confident going in the fight, knowing that I was going to win, you know, I took the loss, but I still kept my confidence in knowing that if I continue to work hard, I'll be back in position and I'll be even better. I'm just more mature um, in the sport of boxing. Yeah, no, that's a great answer. And, and I mean, I, we've talked about it before. I just wanted to kind of I wanted you to say it so other people could could hear it. And I guess I'd ask the same question to Calvin. You know, you were in a tough fight your last time out. It was a great fight. Uh, what kind of confidence does that give you going forward? Because Steen's a big boy. I mean, you guys are hitting each other with big shots. You know, it didn't seem like you took everything in stride. And, uh, I mean, I looked at that fight and said, that makes me more confident in Calvin going forward, even though you didn't get the, the win. How do you, yeah, you know, sure. how does that make you feel? 
Yeah, for sure. Kind of the same thing is that you take from each fight and you learn from each fight. And um, that one, like I said, we didn't get to show the world the real hot sauce on that one because of the injury. But we showed that we can still hang in there. We just got the mental capacity. And I hate saying how tough you are, man, because boxing is a smart man sport, not a tough man sport. But some of that goes to being tough, too. And so we know we ain't no push up and we ain't no slouch. So we're just going to take that into this next fight and use the experience gain uh, in that steam fight like we showed the world and take that into the next one with uh, uh, Morrell. Yeah, it might not be a tough man sport, but you're only going to get so far uh, with a glass chin, right? Correct. Exactly, man. You don't want to you don't want to be labeled as tough, but you got to have some toughness in the sport, though. Yeah. I guess the same question. I'll, I'll just piggyback on Andrew. Raiz, uh, you know, uh, how, what's your confidence level going into this fight uh, June 18th against Mike Plania? Well, um, I'm treating it like any other fight, you know, uh, it's like I feel like I've been training for a world title fight f- for the longest, you know, since uh, I fought at the 2300 arena the first time, you know. Uh, so I approach every single fight the same, uh, the intensity and uh, maybe little things are a little bit different. But uh, I'm, I'm confident. Uh, I believe no matter who is in front of me or the situation that I can find a way to uh, overcome and win. I mean, because at the end of the day, that's what champions do. It doesn't matter what happens in the ring or outside the ring. Champions find a way. They adjust, they adapt, they overcome. And I, I believe I can do that. I've done it. And uh, that's what I'm about. Uh, Alicia, did you, I, I know they haven't announced a date, but is there a time frame, uh, a roundabout uh, time frame where you, this fight's going to happen? Uh, I'm thinking of maybe August. So. Ain't no talent, but I've been in the gym. I've been, I'm already 10 steps ahead. So um, I'm just waiting for the date so I can let everybody know um, because we're going to have a great, like a great crowd. that's going to come out. Got a lot of people rooting for me and just people who want to see me, um, see me win and beat Michaela. So hopefully we get something ASAP, but I'm thinking on this time. So we got at least two and a half months of good Twitter stuff to, to, to go on. Marshall, Marshall, do you want to ask any final questions to our our championship guest here? Um, no, not really, Mark. I'm just look. I'm excited for them. They already know what to do. Um, all three of them, and they and and they they spoke very well tonight. I'm excited for them, and they're going. Not only do they speak well, they fight well. And the uh, first one next week will be Calvin. After that, we got Raiz, and then Alicia is up next. So. It's going to be a fun summer. So well, yeah. so let's let each one, we'll start with Calvin since he's up first. Let's give us a final word before we see you in the ring on Saturday night, June 4th, taking on David Morrell for the WBA Super Middleweight Championship of the World. Yo, man, um, God make no mistakes. And uh, I'm excited to capitalize on this opportunity. I want to thank Marshall for helping setting this up, big dog. We're going to make each other proud, man. We're going to go get it. So I'll stay for tuned sure. June 4th, call me an event, WBA, bring it home. Sure. There you go. Two weeks later, in, in Marshall's adopted hometown of Houston, Texas. Uh, uh, I bet you like that, Marshall. You, you, you have a quasi-home game there. Yeah, how about it? Raisa Lean taking on Mike Plania live on Showtime. Uh, big stakes in this fight. Raisa wins. He's going to be fighting a major fight like we, we believe uh, this fall. Final thought, Raisa, before we see you in June 18th, live on Showtime. Man, I'm extremely excited. Uh, tune in. You know, like Marshall said, I'm uh, I'm gonna get that knockout streak back on track, 
you know, it's going to be a very exciting fight on a great car, uh, the Charlo undercard. So tune in. You know, uh, I, I can't wait. And last but certainly not least, the WBC 130-pound world champion, Alicia Baumgartner. TBA, date to be announced. The the uh, unification fight is on with Michaela Mayer. You got the floor. Final word. And final say, say something to her, too, if you want. Listen, final word is... You know, make sure you come out and tune in to an awesome fight. This this fight has been building and been brewing for quite some time. And the world is going to know who Alicia Bumgarner is. I'm going to that right now. And um, it's just on. I'm, I'm top dog at 130. And I will. And, and, I, and still. Okay? You, you, and I know you're not looking past this fight, but... Can you see a fight with yourself after you you knock out Michaela? Do you see a fight with you and Katie Taylor down the line? Yeah, I fight with Katie Taylor, man. Any, any top competitor in the sport of boxing, um, I want to make that fight. These fights build the sport. I'm a challenger. I love the competition, and I like just proving who I am as an athlete. Andrew, uh, any final thoughts for for our uh, our three great guests that we have on here tonight? No, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for all their fights. I, I wish them the best of luck, and uh, I can't wait to see them all. Uh, I can't wait to see them all perform. Marshall, uh, I know I asked you. You want? Do you want to see your 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 great fighters? You want to see them all? Of course, you're darn right. Every you're one the, of them. You, no, I'm saying you're the one. You're the one to, to thank them for being here. See, this, oh this, yeah, this, okay. This is ho- this is host speak. <laughs> well, I thank each and every one of them for their performance, for their character and their integrity and what they bring to the uh, King's Promotions banner. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, um, Marshall and Andrew. Stay on. We'll stay on for a couple more minutes to go right. over our, our fight card. You, you guys can stay on. We're just going to talk about the King show from May, uh, May 20th. Uh, so, but Felicia, Calvin, or Raiz want to go? Yep. Good night. Good. Calvin, Thank go get all. some rest. You already know, man. All right. Yes, all right. You got it. Thank you. All right. Later on. All right, Rice. Later. See you, Alicia. Alicia left. Calvin's. In fact, I'll, I'll kick them all out. So uh, we, we just had a terrific fight card uh, this past Friday night, guys. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned Quadir. We mentioned Julian and, you know, a couple of the other, Kynel. The kid, the kid who's flying under the radar, who's not going to be on – too many, you're not going to be flying under for much longer. Is James Bernadine terrific performing night? Defeats Kenny Robles, uh, wins the NBA America's Junior Welterweight Championship. He's now 7 1, and uh, he showed a little bit. He's been knocking guys out, he showed a little bit more to his game on on Friday night. Marshall, you want you want to take that? Yeah, you know, he's, I mean, hey, look, he's impressed me as well. Um, you know, I when I first signed him, when Andrew and I talked about him, I just Saw him as being a flat-footed, flat-footed plotter. Uh, guys who moved on him gave him trouble, but uh, he's he's learned and he's learned to make adjustments through it as he's growing as a fighter. Uh, I still say his best performance to date was against Kevin Asmat, uh, but he but he continues to grow. He really does, and and he went into that fight that most people don't know about that he went into that without his trainer, so. That says a lot as well, without having the, the guy that you're used to that brought you along the way uh, throughout the amateurs and the pros 
so it says a lot about what he's done. So he's 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 come along very well. Andrew, yeah, you know one of the things that's that's um, exciting about James is that he doesn't have a, a deep amateur pedigree, and he's one of these guys who is learning on the job. He's a little bit older. Um, and, you know, I mean, James is a perfect person, you know, to speak to when we're talking about, you know, maybe having a bit of a tougher, tougher road, you know, but he's learning. I think, you know, I see different things in, in every fight. Um, and, you know, I think he's very impressive. I think he has some raw attributes that are, you know, that really can't be taught. Um, and I think there's other things that he, he can still learn to make himself better. Um, and, you know, the thing that's great about James uh, and, and his whole team is that they've been very willing to work with us. You know, like he's accepted challenges that I'll be honest, very few people would take. I mean, we don't really remember it now, but um, uh, you know, I mean, he was willing to fight Jeremy Cuevas, you know, six months ago, five months ago. And he took that fight on, a week or two notice when things fell out with the fight he was scheduled for, which was like, you know, a 10 times easier fight than that. And it's just the kids willing to fight. Um, and when you're willing to, to do that, uh, I think, I, I think um, his potential in the sports really high, you know, because, you know, he has that grit, that toughness and, and that willingness. And there's a lot of people in the sport that don't have that. Um, they, they just don't. And another fighter who's now 3-0 who won last Friday night is, is a kid who's, uh, I think he's going to be in a lot of exciting fights as his uh, as his journey goes on. That's Tom J. Teasley. Uh, he said he's 3-0. He's had th three fights and th were all exciting while they lasted. The last fight uh, Friday night, he kind of had to dig down deep a little bit in the, in the fourth round to, to, to win that unanimous, uh, to win that decision. And uh, he's a, he's a guy worth watching. Marshall. Yes. Yes, he is. He really is. He's uh, and he's three and zero in a matter of three months, you know, but the, uh, the, the thing about him is that he, uh, he, he's not afraid of challenges as well. Just what Andrew talked about with Bernardin, you know, we, we got him his first fight. It was a last-minute fight, which was back in March, and uh, he fought a guy that was like six foot four and weighing 147 pounds. You know, uh, never seen him, never prepared for anything like that, and took care of business very quickly. And then uh, once again, he was faced with a challenge in the second fight on, on April 29th against a guy that was a pro debut that had, you know, double the amount of amateur experience he did, and was also a southpaw for the first time. And most guys that are just beginning, they don't even want to fight Southpaws. Uh, and he took on the challenge and then ended up stopping the guy. And then this last fight, he fought a guy that had a big amateur background as well and who was also a Southpaw. And and that's what made the fight very interesting. But he uh, he stepped up to the plate and he, he did all the things uh, that were necessary to win the fight. And he looks as though he has fun out there too, Mark. And that's Definitely. really what I see different with different uh with him you, you have a, a, anything on time yeah you know i would just say that 
everything Marshall Marshall said, I agree with. Um, that last fight could have honestly been a showbox fight. I mean, th- that was such a high level fight, and uh, the, that was such a good competitor that he faced. And uh, I mean, that was that was just a tremendous uh, fight to see two early career guys going at it like that. Um, and you know, you know, I, I certainly thought he won the fight. It, it was a very close fight, but I thought he, you know, he won it. He got the decision, and uh, it was all good. But but man, I mean. Marshall, can you remember a better fight between two guys that are, you know, in that early in their career in a four-round fight? I mean, I'm just thinking of all the things that we've done over the last five years, and I can't think of one. Yeah, it's hard to remember, especially for me, uh, because there's been so many. But, uh, you know, hey, look, it was a great fight. It really was. And the fact that you had two undefeateds fighting each other says a lot about both guys that were willing to step it up. But – uh it was. It was a good fight, and like I said, Tanji looked as though he was having fun out there, you know. And they went to war. I mean, they went to war. I mean, they were toe-to-toe for every second of every round of that fight. Uh, I've never seen Greg Serb take pictures or video at a fight before, and he was videoing that fight. I think that that tells you the level and the quality of the fight. And, and, and finally, a guy I like to call – He's an old reliable. James Martin got in there, won a uh, four-round decision over a tough kid from, from Poland. Uh, guy uh, Marshall, he, another guy not afraid, fought Milnicki, fought Joey Spencer. Is the plan now to get him another local fight, or, or are you going to throw him right back in there with the, you know a, a, a tough up-and-comer again? No, he's actually fighting June 4th. Uh, okay. He's fighting June 4th in, in Texas, and uh, he uh, – He's fighting an undefeated kid, 8 0. And so, uh, which I believe that, you know, James has fought much tougher opposition. Uh, and I think James is going to come out victorious. I love to see him at 47 instead of 54, but, you know, they just feel more comfortable at 54 right now. So, uh, but the kid has skills. Uh, I just, you know, he went through a hard time by losing his father and whatnot. And, uh, but now he's back and uh, we'll see what he does come June 4th. Anything to follow up, Andrew? No, I would only say that I, I agree with Marshall. I'd like to see him back at 47. Ultimately, I think he'll have more success there. And Andrew, won't you give your final thought uh, before I give Marshall his final thoughts? And what you, you know, what we heard about all the title fights, everything, big showtime. We discussed some of the young kids coming up. What would just uh, stir it all up for us in the, uh, what are your thoughts, everything going on with, with King's promotions? So, you know, uh, I think I mentioned this at the beginning, but, uh, you know, this is the most excited I've been for things going on with King's promotions since before the pandemic. I mean, we were really on a hot streak there and, um, you know, kind of the, the world got turned upside down on everybody. Um, it seemed like for, for a time there that maybe things <laughs> – uh, we're not gonna we're gonna work out as far as the boxing business went. Um, but you know, I feel like we're catching our stride again. The shows that we've put on this year, um, from the Showbox show in Florida to the show at the you know Wind Creek Casino, the shows at the Twenty Three Hundred, uh, I think they've been great. In particular, you know, I actually 
I don't enjoy every boxing show I'm at anymore. It's kind of one of the things that comes along with doing this as a, you know, as a business, some of the enjoyment tends to be lost, but I enjoyed this show at, at Wind Creek Casino and this last show at 2300 more than I've enjoyed shows in person for, for a long time. Um, I think we just have a great crop of, of young local fighters. And then what's going on with, you know, our fighters on like Alicia, Raiz, Calvin. Um, I don't, you know, I couldn't have really asked for a whole lot more, to be honest, when, um, when I joined this company and, uh, you know, it's fantastic right now. And, 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 you know, they're still making the, making the fights is hard. Uh, I know Marshall puts all the work in when it comes to that. It, it's hard and getting harder, but, you know, we're finding a way and um, just the quality of what, what we're doing right now, I think is as good as it's ever been. And I'm really excited about that. Marshall, I got a quick question from L-Dub Boxing. Is Raisa's fight with Plantia and IBF Eliminator? WBO. WBO Eliminator. So there you go. So let's just segue to you. Marshall, wrap it up. Hey, look, Andrew said it best. I mean, look, it, uh, those fights that he talked about at Wind Creek and 2300 were very exciting. And, and it's been it's been an active year already, um, as it was towards the later part of last year as well, uh, knowing that we did the show box with Calvin Henderson on in, in July and then this year we had that show uh, at the uh, Caribe in, in Orlando, Florida, and then the shows at Wind Creek and 2300. Look, I mean, it's it's, it's been fun, but uh, I feel like we're at a uh, an all-time high right now uh, from what we've been at in the past. Just the fact that we have a world champion fighting for unification fights in Alicia, which is, uh, which is very, very special. Uh, we have Calvin... Uh, who's fighting for a world championship next week, which is very special. And then we have Raiz, who should have been fighting for a world title uh, six, seven months ago, eight months ago. Uh, but like he said, he's being patient and he'll get his opportunity. And so so it's an exciting time right now, Mark, for King's promotions and, and what's going on. And, you know, we have these other young prospects coming up and our job is to keep them busy and put them in position for them to, uh, make their TV debut, you know, whether it comes through Showbox or where it comes from, but, uh, or, you know, PBC of some sort, whatever it may be. Uh, but uh, it's an, it's an exciting time for Kings promotions. It really is. I know you were working on a couple of dates. Are you at Liberty to announce any dates yet? Yes. Uh, that we have of right now still uh, contemplating doing a show in the summer uh, in Houston. But uh, as of now, we're, uh, September 23rd at the Wind Creek Casino. Uh, we'll be back there. Then we have uh, October 1st at the 2300 Arena. And then I want to say it's November 19th back at the 2300 Arena as well. There you have it. It's been a busy, a busy summer, shaping up to be a busy fall and very possibly a, a busy uh, winter as well. King's Promotions. I want to thank Alicia Baumgartner, the WBC uh, Super Featherweight Champion, uh, Calvin Henderson, who will be fighting for the WBA super middleweight title, and Raiz Salim, who's fighting on June 18th, and he, he will be fighting for the 122-pound world championship later in the uh, later this uh, year. Marshall, Andrew, Andrew thank you very much. Uh, again, uh, another fantastic show uh, for us, and uh, 
guess we'll talk to everyone soon. Oh, hold on, hold on. Say that. I'm sorry, Marshall. I had you on mute. What'd you say? I said, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Marshall. Thank you. See you.